office. They'll yeah. find it by the door. I, yeah, that's fine. That's your that's your DM screen. Yeah, it's just your door. bathroom door. We're just laying on the ground. As you can hear, there's more of an echo on mine. That's because I'm in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to We Can't Trippity Podcast. My name is Brandon Tharp, you master, and today I'm joined by... Cameron Ford, who's playing Tack McNuckles. Greg Brown, who plays Gideon Wake. Ian France playing Paid Asher. And last time on our adventure, our heroes successfully made it through the Shadowfell with their friend Beans. They got on Beans' human-made bone and flesh ship and traveled through the Black Sea and got past Nessie, the Leviathan that was guarding the ocean, and eventually made it over the edge of the Black Sea, making it into the deeper part of the Shadowfell itself. However, when they got to the deeper part of the Shadowfell, they were uh, stuck in like a whirlpool of sorts that they had to get out of, which they actually did pretty easily, which... uh. Uh, it was a, a fun little moment. <laughs> they got beat up a little bit. They got beat up a little bit, but it was fine. Uh, but eventually they did make it into a very ancient dwarven-made uh, uh, like dungeon uh, room of sorts in which they saw a huge heaping pile of scrap metal just mysteriously laying there on the floor. They had no idea what it was or what it was going to do. However, they stepped forward and the scrap metal instantly turned into a big mechanical dragon that instantly began to attack the party. And as they looked at the mechanical dragon, a big staff that was glowing black, made out of black oak, was in its chest glowing. Now, I thought this was going to be a hard encounter. Yeah, that that, dra- that pile of scrap instantly became a dragon, and then it instantly became a pile of scrap again. <laughs> <laughs> but Animorphs. Because I am a sloppy DM, apparently, they had too much dynamite left over from the first goddamn season and used it on this stupid dragon. And no, they killed it's, it. It's a recurring theme. It's just... The items that are really important, you happen to forget. Like, he had the scroll, and you're like, oh, yeah, he still has the scroll. And I was Uh-oh. like, oh, I got to take care of the issue, which I did. <laughs> yes, you did. <clears throat> and, and then had... you guys got to the the, uh, the mechanical dragon. You're like, oh, I have two bags of dynamite. I'm like, oh, fuck I, me. I gave those to him, yeah. literally, while we're on the great. ship. <laughs> so between Beans using his powerful magical spells and Pate throwing dynamite at this mechanical That's dragon, getting two, na- getting two two. <laughs> <laughs> Getting two nat 20s in a row, they blew up the dragon and got the Staff of Shadows. However, Beans grabbed it first and played a game of hide-and-seek with the boys because he thought it would be a fun time. Eventually, they got the Staff back from Beans, and Beans now sent them back to the Material Plane, and you guys are now back at the Bullywug Village, where you guys once were. However, Beans is not with you guys. Beans is back in the Shadowfell, tending to the Shadowfell and his Shadowfelly business, as he is now the Lord of Shadowfell. And that's where we're starting this week's episode. Okay, so how much time actually passed? In the material realm? Yeah. Like a minute. All right. You guys essentially like jumped in this portal and went, and we're like back a minute later and Emerald and the entire, uh, the werewolf order is just standing there like, oh, that was fast. Um, how, how long were we gone? Like I'm going to actually address that to. Oh, about a minute. Huh. Grubble looks and he sees the staff in your hands. He goes, huh, that's new. I'm a, can I actually borrow that? I want to see if I can search any power out of it. Yeah, sure. All right. Roll an Arcana check. Alrighty. Um, so, Emerald. 27. 27. Um, what exactly are you trying to do? Like, what you're, I know you're in like Arcana, but like, is there anything specific? I mean, you know it's magical as fuck. I mean, that, right. that's. I was going to see given, if I but... can like conjure because uh, Nomo did say that uh, the gods uh, 
had like the elder's power inside of it so i wanted to try to see if i could channel and commute with the other god that's in there you're trying to commute with the elder god that's in the or like the, the spirit or like energy that's within the staff the elder god yeah what'd you roll on arcana uh 27 uh you take 11 psychic damage i'm fine with that and you hear nothing well at least it was worth something <laughs> It's worth a shot. Um, and it's not just psychic damage as in it's um, just like hastily attacking you. It, it feels like as you took the psychic damage, like you got a piercing headache out of nowhere. Um, like the staff was trying to protect itself or defend itself. I almost said something fucking stupid. Um, Is it sentient? Yeah, I was thinking, <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking that. Um so obviously there's something that's like not allowing me to pull the power out of it or even just energy in general. All right. Well, <clears throat> as you guys are discussing this, Emerald walks up. <clears throat> oh my God. And to the listeners out there, I apologize. I am currently struggling with the stomach flu, AKA. It's not the stomach flu. No, what's it actually called? What's it actually called? Brandon's a pansy. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I just... I'm dealing with that this, that gastrointestinal pain. Yeah, yes. pretty much that that illness that makes you puke and poop at the same time. Gastrointestinal got bubble gut. Yeah, that. Anyways, <laughs> that's why I kind of sound like shit right now. Anyways, Emerald walks up to you guys and uh, she sees you examining this and she sees you like kind of like try to like commune with it or like kind of get some magical properties out of it. She does say to you, she's like, now if I do remember correctly, I heard your friend Nomo was it when he came down said that needed all three of the items so maybe without the other two you're not gonna have any luck trying to get any power on this thing uh so in order to expel the power yeah yeah Alrighty. well here's the game plan we have to go to hells the nine hells and the where fey. else the fey well from what they said they said it was the i believe the staff of shadows which you have in your possession yep the halberd of hell which i assume is in the hells and then the flintlock of Fey, which I believe is in the Feywild. It makes sense. Alrighty. Here's the game plan. <clears throat> we... I, oh, hang on. Uh, I'm going to use my B-stone and call up Darius. Okay. Darius, can you hear me? Burp, 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 burp. Oh, Hello? Hey, yeah, it's me. What's up? Darius, okay. So... <clears throat> We're going to have you, I'm going to ask you for a lot of help now, and I hate doing this, but. Oh, I'm down to help with anything. You know I am. Great. Okay. That's what I'm here for. That's why I gave you the stone. I'm an NPC that gives you information. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know that NPC lingo. All right. That's something kids are making up. Oh, it's a millennial thing. Don't worry. Yeah. Okay, Boomer. You okay, Boomer? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, uh. We need you to get in contact with, uh, oh, god damn it, Cassius. the wizard, Cassius and Cassius, Keldon, yeah. I remember that, okay, I just need one of their names to figure out, Cassius and Keldon, and pretty much we need to figure out how to get into the Nine Hells, and maybe the safest way we can get into the Nine Hells, let me rephrase that, the safest way to get to the Feywilds. And we're going to need to essentially pull in a bunch of favors from all across the kingdom. We're going to need 
possibly an entire army behind us if we're going to fight against demons the, the, the the forces of the universe essentially um yeah i can definitely get a hold of them and do my research but can i ask what the fuck kind of mess you guys get into this time uh we did uh well it's honestly sorry mom i didn't mean to use the fuck word <laughs> Get out of my room and play Minecraft. <laughs> um, I, I, uh... Maybe it looks like even Fortnite, Mom! It's gotten real bad outside. It's... Think, it's gotten a lot worse. It's way worse than we thought. And unfortunately, we need as much help as we can get. This from, isn't just a checkout anymore. Yeah, <laughs> no, nah, this is not, not a, a checkout. checkout this is a full adventure, yeah. So we need all the help we can get, and then we're going to have to get more help on top of that. All right. Um. Yeah, I can definitely do that. Let me get a hold of Cassius and Kelda, and I'll get back to you guys soon, okay? All right. Sounds good. Okay. Bye. Okay. There is... Okay, Emerald, since, since, I'm not, since we're connected now, or how this thing works, because I talked to Saloon, I'm going to have to ask... For a big favor. Yes. Pretty much. You're going to have to act as like my mouthpiece. Because if we're going to travel to all these different realms. We're going to have to find a way to. So I can communicate to you. So we can relate to everyone. Because it seems like we're going to need. As I said. A nation's worth of. Able bodied men and women. To help fight against. The forces of the universe. Well, as Saloon did say. The order is under your command. Um. And I actually do believe there is something I can help you with now. Cool. It may not be. Well, you see. Just go I'm sorry. Werewolf. Uh, it is still no te- uh, November, so no temper. <laughs> it's no temper. So no, nah, I can't do that right now. No, on a, no, no. On that's not a Devnober. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> then I'll be good. Anyways. I don't know any way to get to the Feywild, but I do think we know somebody that can help you guys get to the Nine Hells. Okay. Who? Well, I'll, I'll give you the... Mm, do you want the good news or the, the not-so-good news? Okay. Bad news first. Bad news is they're not exactly good people. Okay. That seems to run the course with a lot of the people who end up The good news us. is you won't have to die necessarily to get there. Okay, so who are they? Okay, well, a couple hundred years ago, there was a cult. Yes, the cult thing is kind of thematic, and we know, blah, 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 blah. Um, followers of the dragon, the evil dragon, Tiamat, used to reside all over the, not just Altairn, all over the world. Uh, long story short, they were taken out by the Order and many, you know, various uh, do-gooders and paladins, so forth across the land, because nobody wants Tiamat to be risen throughout the, the land of the world, because she would bring ultimate chaos. So we shut them down, and they no longer have uh, tried to do anything like this. That being said, however, though, there are still, quote, Tiamat's followers, and I know there's still people that studied the cult and studied the rituals and studied things that they tried to do back then, all the mumbo-jumbo, the history. So while the cult is kind of disbanded, and they're not necessarily a um, an active organization anymore, there are still, quote, followers of Tiamat out there. We're not actively trying to get Tiamat into the material realm. They're still worshippers worshippers of her and Tiamat may or may not reside in the first layer of hell 
Avernus. And it has been said that when the cult was active and around, they would travel in and out, <clears throat> they would travel in and out of Avernus at free will to bring gifts and treasures and hordes of gold and treasures to uh, to Tiamat to thank her, to show praise, and to get her trust as they were trying to get the rituals to work. However, the cult was disbanded. We shut them down. They haven't tried to do this in hundreds of years. They're not to worry about anymore. However, somebody that was once part of the cult or still is a follower may know how to traverse the nine hells at free will rather than getting there in more brutal deadly means um can we also contact anyone from the blue river college we could but there is i'm kind of hoping actually hmm <laughs> there's a, a second thing i'd like to check up uh, so the members are they kind of just scattered across the land? Mm, Do they it'd be hard to say, honestly, because we haven't really heard anything about them. But the one place I would maybe think to go is the one place that worships dragons in this entire country, the city of Nicola. Fuck. What a. <laughs> what about Mount Sion? There be any chance there? Because I. I'll be since we're gonna deal with apparently forces beyond our comprehension, we're gonna need strong forces that are within our comprehension. So if nothing's going on with Scion himself, we may be able to ask him for assistance. Well, Scion is since, a, since there is a giant, it's a dragon. Scion, they're halfway there. Scion is a dragon, and perhaps he could probably provide you with some insight as well too. And he is the son of a god, so I mean, he could probably help you out as well. Anybody that deals with dragons, the dragon cult, Scion himself, whatever you, you feel maybe a necessary route was probably going to be your best bet. Okay. We should uh, probably make sure that he's not pissed off at you. Pissed off at me for why? Well, listen. that That's actually a thing I am interested in. Because since it disappeared, there is now a running theory... Uh, this is now me trying to be like you, Tack. I'm now trying to... Accept. Think of how this stuff works in a logical sense. Because if the hammer is gone, that means one of two things. Either Bahamut's dead, or he's strong enough to take away the hammer if I'm being blasphemous, which makes no sense. But him dying would then have heavy implications on everything with Scion and everything. So that's why we kind of need to check on Scion first. It's more or less a mediate, uh, the, the middleman to solving out what's going on with the gods. Because again, I don't care what's going on with the gods and what's going on with the weapons. It, the way I looked at it, those weapons belong to the people of the land, not the gods. Because they just didn't use it anymore. Maybe the gods used it, well, gave it to us, just in case if something like this, for an example, happens. Okay, uh, we, we're not exactly in a very specific time. Like, uh, we don't have a lot of time to really delve into the logistics of this. But my running theory is they're using it just in case they gave it to man because they are, they weren't winning at the time. I walk away. Okay. Don't get too far ahead of us, Gideon. No, I'm, I'm leaving. Well, first well, off, how are we going to get to Mount Sion? Because we don't have the airship anymore. 
Can't we just walk? Well, uh, let's pause for a second. Gideon, where do you go? Away. Just away. As far as I can. Okay. Where are you going? You know, if you would allow me to have a moment where I'm not interrupted and I could speak how I feel so you understand why I want to leave. Is that alright? That's fine. Sure. My whole entire life, I've never been granted freedom. The first moment that I had it, I was told I was not allowed to leave by Pate. I gave myself up to try to die, because another life, living without freedom, is not worth it. And then when I took matters into my own hand to end my life, you, Tad, you brought me back. So how are you different than the gods that you hate? You do whatever you want, just like they do. You thought that I was a terrible person, and honestly, you're not wrong. But you kept saying this contract bound you to him, and you, you went and you killed a plush. Thirty years I was down in the Shadowfell. That contract didn't bind me to him, it bound him to me. He was the only sense of family that I had every time when I felt like I was in danger or I was in fear. He was there. Now granted, it could have been because of the contract. I don't know. But he's the only sense of family that I had. And you came back bragging about how you killed him. Well, think about this. Hold on. Hold on. I'm sorry. In your childhoods, did you fish? Did you play games with other kids? Did you go out to maybe to a, to a festival or go out to eat? Because your family took you out to get some nice grog when you were 21? I never had that. Maybe. And now it seems like I won't have that now because I have to be with you guys. So for now, I would like to go away for a little bit to see what it's like to live. I'm not saying that I won't come back, but I am saying that I would like time to figure out who I am. And I turn back around. I'm going to catch up to him real quick. Um, I just want to say, I didn't have that either. Your parents technically came back and run your shelter. They my didn't parents, run my shelter. Well, they are now because you're back adventuring. I forced them... To go be... My parents forced me to a monster to save their lives. Your parents brought you from the dead so you could live. My parents sacrificed me so they could live. It's a little bit different. Okay, here's what we're going to do. Gideon, just want to go. Go. Emerald kind of walks in. She looks at all three of you guys, and she looks at uh, Tack and Paige and says, Let him have his space. That's what I'm saying. He, He can go. I don't want. I honestly don't want him here. I don't care how important he is. He sucks. To put it as blatant as possible. So if he wants to be by himself, that's fine. Because I don't need him here. Because I'm strong enough. To, I'm trying to be strong enough to where I can protect everyone in this land, so they don't have to fight. And if that means I have to delve into the depths of hell, gather these forgotten objects, and use their power 
to protect this womb from the forces of the universe themselves. I will do so. Because I get now that I'm supposed to do this kind of stuff. But now I'm just doing it because I don't want anyone else to do it. Because they shouldn't have to. We've gone through hell and back. And now we have to physically go to hell again. Or go to hell for this task. So if he wants to relax, if he wants to live his life, he totally can. And I hold no grudges. I don't hold it against him. But let it be known that I don't like you. And I'm doing this because I'd rather you not have to go through it. Put my hand out to pay. You know, you said you wanted to kill yourself. If you're asking for my dagger, I'm not going to give it to you because I need that. No, I'm wishing you luck. I have no dog in this fight. Yeah, now I'm good. I'll see you later, though. Or never. Whatever comes first. There is one thing I do want to do real quick. I want to grab Gideon's hand and put it on my chest so you can feel the uh, aura while, like, the magic that was Abhush's. Roll a religion check and roll a high one. Nope. Okay, you feel... So I just put my hand on his chest. Like, I was nice, guess. goodbye. Yeah, you feel attacked chest. Maybe that's something in the gnome culture, I don't know. What I was trying to do was just let you know that Abhush isn't fully gone. He would have to probably touch beans his chest if you were a good part of him. Or that part of yeah, him. Yeah, that would be the good part, sadly, for me. <laughs> you have... Okay, so let me break what? this down real quick for the listeners. Aquash's soul is split in two. Aquash was once the god of life and new beginnings. Then he was corrupted by evil and became the god of death and uh, decay. So when his soul was destroyed by attack using the bullshit scroll that I was trying to get rid of, which I did, but it just didn't go the way I thought it was going to go, um, the soul got split in two and it had to go somewhere because you couldn't just destroy a god soul. It had to go somewhere. The two closest entities that were mortal beings or like living beings around were beans and tack. So naturally the good one went to tack because he's more good than beans and the evil one went to beans. I was just trying to be nice. <laughs> Remember this, Gideon, and you can let this go to your ego because I know it will. When you struck Tack with that knife and sent him away, you put legitimate fear into my heart because I had no idea what was going on. Because you didn't involve yourself in the plan that whatever we had going on. And that night, when I was by myself, I did a lot of thinking, and I came to the conclusion that I do not want to feel that again, and I don't want anyone else to feel that way again. So... That means I have to give up my life to become something greater than I want to be. For this realm, I will do that. But that does not mean I have to like everyone that I'm trying to save. You may not believe me, but I do apologize for you feeling that fear, but not as much as I regret doing it. The end result was... Apparently, for the scroll to be taken from Tack, instead, he took the only person who treated me equally and like I mattered. I'm trying so, to treat you equally, though. I know, I understand. And trust me, it took a lot of time when we were going and all of you were flying in the air, and Peyton and I were left on a ship made of human flesh and bones, and a Leviathan was just destroying my fanny to realize that. 
I just need a little time to understand what it's like to be free, to realize what I need to be. And I can't do that here. Not right now. Well, whenever you do have the chance, well, whenever you do find who you are, what you are, I'm about the D stone. Contact Darius and he'll be able to get a hold of us if you decide you want to join us. I take the D stone out of the hand and I replace it with my hand. Attack. You're much easier to look at without the crazy legs. That's the highest compliment I can give you. I'll take it. And I walk into the woods. Okay. So Gideon has taken some time to himself to kind of figure out who he is and what he is and what he wants to do with his life. So Gideon is currently, for the time being, kind of gone right now. Um, so Emerald walks over and she looks at you, Pate, and Tack. She says, just give him some time. Well, I understand. For all I'm concerned, he can take all the time in the world. Sets a lot of grudges in you, Pate. No, I'm just now realizing that I don't have really the luxury to spend time. Uh, I, I'm actually, yeah, I don't have a lot of time, I'm guessing, being for holding on to the, the mortal side of me. Because it seems like we're going to have to become bigger, like I said, bigger than what we currently are to stop this stuff. So I'm taking full advantage of it while I can. Very well, then. Um, well, I'm going to let you dwell on that and dwell on your thoughts for a while. Uh, Tack, Wolfish, is there anything you guys need or want before we set off? Because we're definitely the order. At least myself and Jameson and Julian are going to go with you guys. All right, yeah, we'll... Uh... Probably take a little rest because it's, like, midnight right now. <laughs> you yeah. guys just fought a well, Leviathan and a big dragon. Yeah. Um... I don't think I really need anything. I need a uh, parchment and paper, or parchment and uh, something to write with. I want to make a. I got something that. Yeah, I would uh, say you you have that stuff on you. Okay. Yeah. I'm gonna start writing a letter, more or less. That's kind of like a, I'd say, an introduction to the king. So it's like, you know, I'm go- the the idea is I'm gonna give a majority. I'm um, the remaining uh, numbers of the order. I'm just going to tell them to go to uh, Soul Grove and more or less be like, listen, like they're acting uh, convoy, like uh, what's the word? Um, not convoy, envoy? Is that the word I'm thinking of? Anyway, they're acting representation of like the group of like, okay. hey, like they're with Pate and Tack and everyone. They're cool. Um, they are willing to help in like okay. we need to yeah. join forces for what's about to happen and then kind of relay some information of like what we learned and everything okay. to the king so he knows what the deal is gotcha all right cool yes you kind of like we're like a little all, script and letter all relevant information yep so pretty much everything became like hey these guys are good they're gonna help yeah basically. they're gonna help here's the deal with the gods gotcha uh yada, one yada, of yada. uh grubble walks over as he sees writing this note and he says would you like me to have one of our carrier bullywogs take that to the king Oh, all right. Uh, Bollywogs are cool too. Like, I have to, like, <laughs> they don't want. I don't want him just to walk in. 
just at the very just end. Shoot this guy and be like, what's Blue he want? And like, hurry! And they just stab him. Yeah. Just the very good. end part, just Bullywogs are cool, too. Okay. Yeah, that'll be written on the envelope. Don't kill Bullywogs. Yeah, I mean, you can put it on there just for, like, uh, for the sake of being safe, but you probably figure by, like, the year that's passed, people probably figure, like, Bullywogs are more good um, than ever. No, the events that happen, but you know, yeah, that's definitely safe to put on there. Safe, yeah, so. if it's like a bully walk, it's like I want to see the king. They're gonna be like, like what? Yeah, I'd be like if a dog was like I want to see the president, and you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Hold up, it's a fine dog. It's a nice dog. Yeah, the creature of the black lagoons. Like I want to meet President Trump, and you're like, what? <laughs> what is going on? All right, so one of the carry bully walks takes it, puts it in his satchel, and he uh, he heads off uh, with a couple more bully walks for uh, kind of self defense into the woods, out of the path, and they start heading to Soul Grove to deliver the letter. So, what do you guys want to do? Take a rest? Uh, where? Rest. Okay, you guys taking a long rest? Yeah, long rest. Uh, Gideon, what are you going to do in the woods while they're taking a rest and stuff? Because your trance is only four hours, so you can take a I walk a good distance in, and I'm going to climb to, I'm going to look for trees that have like uh, branching. That are outward where I can sit above so nothing can like snag me when I'm uh, taking a trance. Okay. Not like, well, nothing yeah, you can, like, save, yeah, yeah, yeah. nothing yeah. walking by. If you give me a, yeah, you want to go get a safe spot, yeah. <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker. Surprise, motherfucker. Supplies, motherfucker. Hard eyes, motherfucker. And, yeah, I'm going to take a trance. Okay, so you take a trance. While you're taking a trance, I want you to make, um, do a wisdom check. Not one. Not one. Okay. Well, this is this is gonna hit you full fucking force. My God. Okay. So you take this list, uh, you know, a full trance, and you. This is the first time, and probably honestly, almost forever, where you've been able to take a full trance without being, like you said, like under the quote control um, of somebody else. Like nobody's telling you what to do. Nobody's telling you. Uh, you have a task to complete. Nobody's forcing you to go anywhere. You know, when you, when you wake up from this trance, that you're not bound to do anything, forced to go anywhere or being told to do anything, it's, you, it's just you. So you're, you're like utterly, while still t- kind of tense from the uh, things that have happened in the past couple, you know, days or hours, uh, at the same time, you still are fully like relaxed um, in a sense of knowing that you know, there's, there's a sense of freedom that's over you right now. But during this trance, um, everything just kind of turns black. At first you're having just like, you know, just basic dreams. Everything's like whatever, pretty chill. You're thinking about what you're gonna do. Um, what your, uh, your, your day tomorrow's gonna be maybe go fishing or whatever. Uh, everything is suddenly black, and you see right in front of you, it's a small little spider, a little black widow, is just on the ground staring at you. Now, character-wise, Gideon's not afraid of spiders. Human-wise. <laughs> no bueno. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, I'm going to stare down at it now. I would assume that it's gonna wanna bite me, just from natural instincts of seeing black widow spiders. So Gideon's gonna try to just shoo it. <laughs> just go on, go, go. You go to shoo it, and it turns around. And it takes like you know just a couple steps and like walks and turns around and stops and looks at you again. Get out of here. Go. Uh. Fine. And then put on my hand to let it crawl up. It goes, it kind of like walks towards you, like it's going to crawl up, and then it stops right before it's your hand, and it turns around, and it keeps walking. But then it gets to, you know, maybe like another five feet away from you, stops, turns around, and looks at you. We're going to insight check real quick. 
26. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, yeah, you get, uh, by the way, this thing was like kind of acting. Um, you kind of get the sense. Of, yeah, it gets the sense that you, like, you want to follow it. Or they want you to follow him. <sighs> follow know, him, so the black whale or. <laughs> follow it. There you go. Better not be taking me to eat me. <laughs> Nice also, up. with that high of a, an inside roll, you don't get a bad feeling about it, I would say. All right. There's something unusually, like, calming about seeing it for some reason. <laughs> I take it's a butt rope, like a leash, to follow it. <laughs> it willing to let you and just kind of start <laughs> following it. Okay, you start following it more and more in the distance, and everything is pretty well pitch black, but the further you get into the distance and, like, the darkness, you start to see more and more, like, spider webs, kind of like engulfing the area and you see more and more just like small black spiders kind of like stopping the tracks look at you and they continue about their business as you keep following this one eventually you get further and further and you see what looks like a small little hut that looks like it's made uh purely out of just spider webs but you can't see in it i mean there's the entrance where you can see in but it's pitch black the entire outside is like a very thick hide of spider webs the spider you were following stops and looks at you breaks like the, the butt tail that you were following it off of um kind of like Stands up on two hind legs and kind of like signals you into the cave and scurries off into the cave. This... I love the idea of just a spider just standing up and like, <laughs> yep. sir, come on. Hurry up now. This is how every nightmare I had between the ages of 14 and 18 started, so let's do this. <laughs> In real life. <laughs> so, and I open. Okay. It's not even a door, it's just like an open. Like, oh, I thought you said play. it was like a. No, it's like it's gonna be arc. like get off me, Dora. No, no, no it's like <laughs> an open archway, but like the the outside is. How like, tall is it? How do tall I have to like, enough? Do I have to like? Oh, it's a, no, it's a big ass archway. Okay, I don't know if like, I have to like, like, um, like fit into the, the no. spider's spot. This thing is like at least like fifteen feet high, okay, and like twenty feet wide. You don't know why it's so big, but it's fucking humongous. You walk in and you see, um, against the wall, uh, just kind of like hanging upside down for a second, like while doing something on the wall, like drawing or like using like webbing and making like a web of sorts. A big, what looks to be a dark elf woman wearing plate armor, and she's got a sword on her back. But the bottom half of her is a huge black widow spider, eight legs and everything. She drops from her web that she's hanging on upside down. And she Would walks. I know that this is arachne? It's not arachne. <laughs> it's not. But as she walks over to you, I want you to roll a, roll a history check. Seven. Seven. Unfortunately, you still can't get any kind of like. I'm trying to think. Who is this? Something is like ringing like a familiar bell to you. You get a sense of familiarity from like looking at whoever this is, but it's just not clicking with you like right away, which would make sense because you've been trapped in the shadow for so long. Like you just there's nothing you know about whoever this is, um, at least from like a study standpoint. But from an innate standpoint, you might. But anyway, she looks at you and she says, "My child, I see you've midwayed me in some way or form." What do you mean by child? Well, you are, of course, a descendant of mine. Like many dark elves before you. No. Okay. Um, well. Have you not heard the tales or read the books or seen the history, the legends, anything? No, I was busy killing and maiming so I didn't get destroyed as a 12-year-old. That is quite fair. I've seen what you've gone through, and I'm very unfortunate and sorry for that, as there is nothing I could do about it. If you don't know who I am, I am a Lolf, 
the Spider Queen. There's much, there's much you don't know about your, mm, your history, I would say. Your, your family history is a better way to put it, actually. While you are a Shadow Elf, you are also part Dark Elf as well, which is something you may not have known about. And some Dark Elves are descendants of I, the Drow Queen herself. Uh, as Tex is out of character all the time. Dope. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> you see, Gideon, I was unable to commune with you, reach with you over the past, I don't know, 30 years for you, 200 for me as we're in different planes because you were bound in a different realm under Aquash's order and his tattoo that he put on your arm and everything else. But now, suddenly you are free from this and... I was able to commune with my next descendant. There are not many descendants of, of me and of I, but I was the first drow, and the drow before, the drow after me came from me, and then therefore my spawn kept spawning and over and over and over, and that's how the drow came to be thousands and thousands of years ago. I am the mother of the originating drow. But you are a little different than some. You and many few before you have a direct bloodline and connection to me. I have an attachment and a connection mentally and biologically to all of my descendants. And for some reason, for the past 30 or so years, I have been unable to connect with my last living descendant until now. Well, that's because, Mama Drell, I've been kind of struck just, you know, doing my thing and, you know, trying not to die all the time. No, oh, I know you were, your, quote, parents were killed by that beast in the Feywild, that hunt down, that... that was ordered to hunt down my descendant. That's why to be fair, they did that. trade me, I think, to be eaten. But it kind of, you know, you feel sad when you lose a parent, but in this instance, I, I do not really feel sad about losing my parents. Well, that's fair, as they were your, quote, biological parents, but in an odd sense, I guess you can say, I am your mommy, I guess you can say, something like that. But, uh, no? Didn't like that? No? Okay, maybe I don't either. Just the fine. me at the end. Just mom. Maybe I'm your mother. We can put it that way. Mom. Yeah, maybe mama. Mom, mommy, mom. We uh, can figure that out later. Anyways. We'll call you Mama Drow. I've seen what's happened to you. I know what happens, as I, I have known up until you were sent to the Shadow. Actually, even when you were sent to the Shadowfell, I saw what was going on with you. However, the connection was not as strong there. Then I saw you were taken by a posh, and that's when I lost all connection to you because you were under contract to him. I saw how you were taken in the Shadowfell, how your parents threw you to this hunter that is in the, the Feywild to hunt down specifically was just my descendants in Shadow Elves and Dark Elves and Drow. That's specifically what he's there for. And I was very sorry that happened to you. But I have a question for you. Sup? Well, I've also seen everything that's happened in the past couple hours. And I'm sorry you had to go through that and witness it after being freed. And I know you don't want to go to any other planes. I know you don't want to go to any other places. I know you don't want to try to do anything heroic, kill anybody. I, I get it. But how would you like to get revenge on the one that originally casted you into the Shadowfell? Does a bear shit in the woods? At least the bears in the material realm do. Then Absolutely. Now, let me put this straightforward for you. You're not going to just be getting revenge on the creature, the hunter that sent you to the Shadowfell, but you're also going to get the revenge and get back the pride of the Shadow Elves and the Drow 
this creature that is in the Feywild has killed many of our kind, many of my children, many of your ancestors, many of your, quote, brothers and sisters, if you know what I mean. Killing this creature would not only protect more of them that are in the Feywild, it would also bring a sense of revenge and dignity to you and your kind and many to follow. Can't believe I'm about to ask this, but when the two knuckleheads that I've been traveling with go there, are they in danger? Will they be in danger? Yes. Well, anybody that goes in the Feywild is going to be in danger. You know what I mean. Are they going to be in danger with him? It depends. What are they after when they go there? believe they're going after the flintlock, right? The flintlock? Flintlock, that's what it you is. You speak of the flintlock of Fae. Yeah, that. That thing. They're after an artifact that exists in the Feywild, then of course they're going to be in danger by the hunters that live in the Feywild. The hunters in the Feywild, they hunt down drow, shadow elves, creatures that the uh, the Ladrin don't think should be there, and of course, all the magical artifacts that exist there at all. They do not allow anything to leave the shadow, or they do not allow anything to leave the Feywild. So if they're after an artifact that you speak of, Chances are they would probably have a hard time getting to it or even getting near it without getting killed. Alright, two follow-ups. First, you have a way for us to get into the Nine Hells safely. To the Nine Hells? Yeah. I don't have a way to get you to the Nine Hells. I have a way to get you to the Feywild. Alright, I will do your bidding to make sure that no one else gets harmed and of our bloodline, blah, blah, blah. Well, this isn't so much my bidding. This is completely up to you. I'm not forcing you to do this. I'm just asking if you want revenge. It just makes more sense mentally when everyone makes me do stuff so I can go do things. So, you help us get there. We'll do it. We'll take care of everything. Well, maybe they will. I'll see. I'm definitely going to go. But, if we do, I need you to find whatever resources you have to get us to places safely and Pate is a dangerous man. Dangerous. But without the Warhammer, he's lost. And I could see it when I looked at him. Find a way for him to get it back. I'm not so sure I can get a legendary hammer that is given to him by the gods back into his hands, but I think there's something I might be able to do for him. But you might have to deliver it for me. Is there a way that I can strike him with it? <laughs> And not harm him. Be like, here, Dick, here's your blah. <laughs> <laughs> My child, as much as I know you want to hurt them. I have a lot of angst, I, I know. a lot of angst and anger. And while I'm not the best person in the world either, as we are all dark shadow elves and Dope. we do chaos things, she fist bumps you as well. <laughs> um, sometimes you need to make friends with people you want to make friends with and for you to maybe go into the Feywild to get revenge on these creatures that almost killed you and sent you to the Shadowfell for 30 years maybe a little help won't hurt might make it a little more fun actually this whole time I made fun of Tack for having spider legs It's fine, don't worry, and there's a reason why I have them. It's a long story, we can go over it sometime later. Yeah, that's fine. Um, well, looking at the time, it looks like I'm going to be getting up on my trance soon. Uh, next time, could you just grab me a self instead of scaring the ever-loving shit out of me with a little spider? 
Well, this is a little more complicated than you think it is to grab somebody out of the trance, but yes, that's fine. I can definitely try to do that next time. She reaches her hand out to you. As she reaches her hand, she shakes your hand, and you feel like something like something like hit your hand, almost like a piercing, like a spider bite, almost kind of like real quick in your hand. Oh, uh, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I'm sorry. I didn't want to tell you because it might have scared you away. Uh, you look at your hand, and uh, there's like two blood drops from your palms, um, and they both drip out like on your hand. And out of the one blood drop kind of forms out into your palm, and it's a little pendant, like a necklace pendant, and it looks like just a black widow spider. And another one comes out, and it looks like um, a spider as well, except it's a little smaller. It's not a necklace pendant, and it has a sword going through it. And she looks at you, and she says, one is for you, one is for your friend, Pate. Your friend, Tack, is it? The one that had the spider leg? The one that doesn't need that? that? Yeah, yeah, he, he does not need anything. Not right, he's just under. every yeah, time, he's, he's always, oh, I need this. Just I his think, face. Huh? <laughs> I think he got enough. I think he's okay. I saw what, what happened. The, the, the flying thing, I saw that when you Right, isn't that annoying? Like, it's just so annoying. the big wolf pegasus, the mat. He's got enough stuff. He's got so many things, and all these char- people are like, oh, his character's great, and I'm like, what are you talking about? Tax the worst. Ugh. Anyways, <laughs> one is for you, one is for him. The one with the dagger through it is obviously for you. Oh. The one with no dagger on it is for your friend Pate. Wait, I got it backwards. I was going to say, I you thought it would be the opposite. It is the opposite, as I lied. Yeah, the one with the, the, so, pendant, the pendant is for you. Put that on. Yep. All right. <sighs> Thank you, my lady. And I wake up. Okay, you <laughs> wake up all of a sudden. You just <gasps> come out of your trance, like, as your soul just hits your body again. And you wake up. The pendant is on your neck. And then the, uh, the uh, looks like a charm of sorts is in your hand that has a sword through it. They'll be asleep still, right? Oh, yeah. Their long rest is eight hours. Your trance yeah. is only four. Uh, I'm sneaking back into finding where he's at sleeping. Okay. <laughs> it's going to end well. <laughs> Roll for stealth. Do with advantage because it's dark and shit. Then we have to... Oh, isn't there like a... Pass the perception Yeah, whatever you're, It's like 10 plus your... Um, perception? Yeah, your wisdom. 10 plus your wisdom. Oh, my wisdom? Yeah. Okay. 26. Yeah, that's fine. I'm going to see the bull... <laughs> see the bully walks notice you. No, another bully walks notice you at all. Tech notices you. It's, no, it's your passive perception. It's not an active thing. So it's 10 plus your wisdom. Dick and So balls. there's no way. It is impossible. You're not going to see him. Um... Yeah, you, you success, successfully find Peyton where you're sleeping at. <laughs> because I don't think I'd have a cooth. <laughs> when I wake him up, I just put my hand over his mouth. <laughs> shh, 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 shh. Hey, I need to talk to you outside. Come here. And I just let go of his mouth and I just walk outside, but sneakily. <laughs> just tiptoeing. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna grab my dagger and I'm just gonna kind of keep it to my side and just like. <sighs> All right, so I go out and I'm like, okay, what's with the whole routine? So, I met Mama Drow. Is she a god or something? Um, kinda. Okay, so it seems like all of us met gods now. Okay. I need you to show me the sword of Kos. I don't want to touch it. I just need you to show me it. Alright. Why? Because I like things. (laughs) (laughs) I like items, man, to stab and I'm a rogue. You're going to have to 
give me a little more than that. I have a gift for you. You know, it wasn't just, it was literally just hours ago where I said I didn't like you. Like, I know. I, 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 you don't seem like the kind of person that would be like, you know, here's some roses. Like, I'm not. Let's make up, friend. Yeah. Like, I'm not sure what's <laughs> oh, going on. Oh, this isn't on. to make up. This is to make you better. Strong like wool. Oh. So, like, where did, before I do anything, where did you get this? Mama Drow, baby. Okay, so you talk to your drow god and she... Uh, hey, I want you to roll a history check real quick and see if you know what he's talking about. Probably not, but we'll figure this out. <laughs> I got 13. 13. Mm, no, barely, but no. Something's, like, clicking with you, like, very slightly. Just, like, who the fuck are you uh, thinking? Uh, Mama drow? What uh, the hell is happening a, right now? I know what a drow is, but, like, I don't know what the... Yeah, you wouldn't know who Loth is. So you know so you know of drow. But the mama... Mama Drow. Because you know that Gideon's a Shadow Elf, but he's also, you know, Shadow Elf's partly descended from Drow as well, so that's why he's like kind of partly like in there, so. Alright, um. So how about we do this? How about you just give me the amulet? If you honestly want. And Does, do you have the sword on your person? I take off back into his room. <laughs> God damn it. God damn it. Uh, roll. All right, let's have like a dex off to see who gets there first. Uh, so uh -oh. Gideon, roll your just a regular dexterity check. with Do with advantage though because you're doing without him like, you know, just like right away. Uh, pay, make a dexterity check. I have a 16. I got a 5. You got a f <laughs> You see Gideon, like you just stare off like an awkward stare. just like, oh, and then Gideon just mm, fucking bolts. God. Nah. I'll start running. Uh, uh, roll perception real quick to see if you can find the sword in like his, oh his bag God. and stuff. Sixteen. Yeah, you find it. It's it's kind of hard to miss. So you you see it. Mm. Ah. <laughs> All right. I'm. Maybe losing he, my mind a little bit, but. Oh, he's, oh, so, oh! I'm. Yeah, my I've got my dagger out. I'm taking a. Like a like, fighting stance. Yeah, like yeah. you better. Whatever you're doing, you better stop that right now. Can't do it. Sorry, bud. <laughs> and I hit it together with the emblem. Okay, you take the emblem of Loth, and you take the sword of Koss, and you smack them together, and a blue, purple, and black aura just radiates from the sword, and just gets sucked back into the sword, and all of a sudden, spider, like there's like a um, metallic spider shows up around the hilt that's wrapped around both sides. The spider legs kind of wrap up a little bit to the start of the blade, but just as far as the legs go, it's not super tall, but then from the spider legs as well, uh, it looks like there's like some like metallic like spider webbing that kind of goes up as well, and then going down the hill to the blade is a purple um, kind of like fashion. So your sword has like a really dope spider-looking flare to it now, and at the same time as this happens, the sword is blowing like a purple and blue aura, and so is the pendant on Gideon's necklace. And that's where we're ending this week's episode. And you'll find out what these new magic items do next week on We Can't Remember D&D Podcast. <laughs> Great, you stole my sword. <laughs> no, nope. it's still yours. Well, yeah, it's... it's we'll see. I, I still, Maybe. I still mm. have my dagger, my hand axes, and one bag of dynamite. Yeah. I can, I can <laughs> work. You'll be like, you this. going away from me? I was surprised you didn't pull the dynamite instead of the dagger. That's my, that's like, my camp. You just kind of pull it. You just, <laughs> that's not my little tent. I'm not blowing up my goddamn tents. I'm saving the bag of dynamite for God. God I, I like how Tack is just <laughs> knocked. This no, Tack is just out cold the entire... <laughs> what if he just... Bork, 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 bork. <laughs>
Bore, Pegasus, bore, Pegasus, bore, Pegasus, bore. Pegasus, Pegasus, Pegasus. <laughs> uh, anyways, thank you guys so much for listening to We Can't Need Podcast. Uh, happy Thanksgiving, if you're listening to this before Thanksgiving happens this week. Yep. Uh, we're definitely going to eat a lot of food and do what a lot of Thanksgiving festivity things. I want some uh, biscuits. If you're Just listening to this episode as well bread. this week, we are recording a lot this week. It's going to be a fun time. There's going to be a lot of really cool things that happen. Um, uh, thanks real quick to our sponsors, uh, Easy Roller Dice. Check out easyrollerdice.com and use the word uh, We Cantrip to say no. Cantrip? Cantrip. Yeah. On, uh, go to easyrolldice.com and use the code word CANTRIP. That's CANTRIP, C-A-N-T-R-I-P, all capitals to save 15% of your first order. Make sure you check out RuneForge. Go to RuneForge.com and use the code word WECANTRIP to save 10% off of all your orders. Seriously, check out RuneForge.com. They make really cool uh, 3D printed miniatures. They do giveaways uh, every month. They have a YouTube channel where they take community feedback to, you know, kind of see what people like and what they want to do. they got a Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that kind of stuff. Really cool people in there. I just... Also saw that they have a Discord now. Oh, Runeforge does. Yep. Oh, sweet. Yeah, check out Runeforge Discord. Runeforge Discord. Uh, yeah, they're really really cool. You could check it on Instagram. Um, we I don't think we have posted it yet, but I know for our one year anniversary of the show, we're doing a pretty big giveaway. We're gonna be giving away a set of Runeforge minis, a set of Smuggler, uh, a package of Smuggler's Coffee from our friends over at Smuggler's Coffee, a set of Easy Roller dice, and some posters of uh, the show art that we're gonna be signing and sending out your guys' way. So if you follow us on our social media stuff, make sure you check out our social media so you can enter those giveaways when we post them. Going to be really, really cool. A lot of really cool stuff from our friends, from our different teams that have been working with us. Thank you so much. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. You know all the information for that. Uh, join our Discord. If you want our Discord link, check out our uh, Instagram or Twitter. You can find it on there. Uh, follow me on Twitter at the Tharpening. And uh, Cameron, go ahead. Um, follow me on Instagram. K underscore Ron underscore Stoppable. Also, hit me up. Might be able to play some games together. Who knows? God damn it. Um, Greg plays games on Instagram and Xbox Live. Uh, just, you know, I, I do have two children. I remember, you know, season one, uh, my son was born. So I haven't been playing a lot of games, but now I'm getting back into it. Uh, so, you know, hit us up. I know a couple people have added me in the last, I would say, like two months. I've, I've probably got like a good 11 or 10 new people. Uh, I would try to play whatever game you have. I do have a lot of games. Just let me know beforehand what you're interested in because if i suck at it i need you to understand this disclaimer i am not good at any video games next no you're good at smite and you're very tactical when it comes to apex you, you have very good tactics in apex <laughs> and i drive fast at rocket league <laughs> if you want to listen if you want a teammate that does nothing but blow people up and ram into your enemies then That's play Ian. rocket league greg hornet's nest operation hornet's nest inside joke uh, yeah, yeah uh simtaz s-i-m-p-t-a-z uh Instagram, Twitter, PlayStation. Um, that's about it. I mean, I got nothing going on, so I might try doing something once school lets out and I'm on winter break, but I don't want to say anything just so I don't jinx, jinx myself. yourself. Or hype it up too much and then it's just garbage. Or I, No, the worst thing is be like, oh, I got big plans. Can you tell everyone those plans? And then you never do them. And then you just seem like an asshole. Yeah, yeah. I'm not doing that. I've done that a lot in my days. I'm so. not doing that. I'm playing it. Close to the chest. So. Yeah, but all right, guys. Thank you so much for listening to We Cantrip and Indie Podcast. Again, I'm your Dungeon Master Brandon Tharp, and we will see you guys next time on We Cantrip and Indie Podcast. Bye. 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 Please.